Welcome back to the Blunt Letters Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Superstar, and I'm joined with so many people tonight, including Electric. Hey. And, and Gerbil, as usual. Yeah. And one of my longest running pals in the world. We've known each other forever. Scientist Sarah. What up? Hello. But not Hello. that long because we're very young. <laughs> yeah, like three or four years. Yeah. Knowing each other. Yeah. Times ten. Yeah, welcome back to the podcast, Sarah. We're so excited to ask you questions about science stuff. Science. Zombie drugs and fibroids. Yep. We thought we'd do some real hardcore science stuff tonight because we've been talking about lots of like UFO stuff and uh, twin portals peaks. and Twin Peaks and stuff. And I was like, all right, you know what? You better bring it back. Our Twin Peaks episode, if you've listened to it, is very extensive and really fun. But yeah, we're like, let's bring it back and let's get Sarah to come and answer some questions because there's always stuff we need answers for when it comes to like the world, uh, Earth, <laughs> you know, well, things on it. That is great to hear that I am the, <laughs> the all-knowing <laughs> when it comes to the Earth. <laughs> the whole but, um, Earth. <laughs> yeah. The whole Earth. Hope you're ready for that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's quite a responsibility. Um, thank you. Well, you know, we just bring you on because you're the smart persons we know. We know a lot of smart persons. It's cool. You do, yeah. you do, and y'all are pretty smart people. Thanks. Yeah, it's it's hard to be around idiots. <laughs> um, what's your official smart person title? Like, let's let's uh, remind the listeners. Um, my title is an industrial title, so it's not super fancy, but I mean, I think it's fancy um, because it's the fanciest title I've ever had. It's a, I'm a senior principal scientist at a, at a pharmaceutical company, which means that I have a lab and I have people that work with me yeah. and together we try to figure out new ways to solve tumors essentially. Um, and because I'm an immunologist, so I try to figure out how the immune system can be leveraged to find tumors. Nice. I'm glad we're talking about tumors tonight. Wild. See, you are the person to ask. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. You act all like, oh, I don't know. And it's like exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know who's going to know about fibroids and will understand the language? Science is Sarah. Yeah, they are tumors. <laughs> they sure are. Yeah, thanks for coming back to talk to us about it. And a lot of people I know will be like, oh, I know every so many people with fibroids, but no one really knows what they are. Or like, I have them. And then I'll be like, I have fibroids. And be like, what does that mean? Or like, oh, blah, blah. like people just don't seem to know. And it's so common that I was like, oh, we should just do a show on it because it sounds scary. It's not that scary. It can be scary. But anyway, we'll get to that. But you're the person who knows it. So that's cool that you work on tumors, shrinking them, got to make them little. I don't know almost anything about tumors, except that they're like growths of cells that shouldn't be there. Exactly. That's what they are. And sometimes they're benign in the case of fibroids. So fibroid tumors are going to stay where they are. They're not going to get, they're not going to break off and go to your brain and cause a problem there. They're going to just hang out. Now that they're welcome in the uterus or around your uterus, nobody wants them, but they don't really do much, but cancerous tumors will grow outside of where they're supposed to be. They'll travel um, and metastasize to other organs and wreak havoc and kill people. Yeah, those are the fucked up ones. That's mm. right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. In clinical terms, them are <laughs> the fucked up ones. She's no good. Yeah, no, exactly. That's yeah. what we say all the time in the lab. 
<laughs> so do you have a sample of them? No, fucked no, up no ones? they're really, really Thank fucked you. up. Did you put yeah. them fucked up ones in the center of you? No, that one's not fucked up enough. No, we need them hella <laughs> fucked up ones. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you run your lab like that with a filthy um, mouth. Yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> yeah. It's fantastic. Um, and everyone's always a little surprised. Like, what? Sarah said fuck. <laughs> You're like, listen, me and my friends had filthy mouths growing up and nothing will ever change. Yeah, people comment how dirty my mouth is also. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Hung out with a bunch of foul-mouthed ladies and it was my favorite thing. I think thing. people trust people who swear more. And it puts people off guard. They're less formal. And they know I'm not going to hold back. That is, That's yeah, psychologically, say, right? it's like you establish a friendship faster, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a form of intimacy in a way to be like, I'm going to swear with you because you're cool. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's like a barrier. Because that's what I think. Yeah, I read a fucking article and I was like, see, see. I was like, that's why people like me. And I can tell people's demeanor will change a little when I swear with them. Like, especially when they're like, they're ringing me up or servicing me somehow. And then they'll be like, how can I help you? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. And they'll be like, ah, cool. This girl's cool. Like, they'll be like, ah, I don't have to be all like, would you like a fucking large fry with that? It's like, they don't have to do all that with me because I'm like, what's up, motherfucker? (laughs) And then they're just like, oh, okay. And I'm like, we are very, it's with familiarity. It shows there's like a a familiarity already. So then people are like, oh, okay. We're talking, we're saying fucking shit. Okay. Would you like some shit on your veggie burger? And I'll be like, hell yeah. You know, it's like even a hell yeah will get people a little out of their like formal zone. And I like that. I give a lot of hell, hell yeah. yeahs in this world. Nice. Yeah, you have to do it with some gusto. Hell yeah. I feel like me. Electric. Known. Yeah. Hell, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Omar makes fun of us a lot for the way we speak. Yeah. I think we just get hyped a lot. What? That's where what came from. Yeah. yeah, the what's are always yeah. warranted. I feel it's there's so much shit that's like what we do hell yeahs in unison a lot too. People be like, you want extra boba in your tea, and we'll be like, hell yeah! Like who doesn't <laughs> want that? Idiots. Fucking yeah. Well, speaking of drinks, scientist Sarah, what are you drinking? Um, I have water. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm. I think nice. hydration is very important. Amazing. It's also um, I'm really fucking tired um, because I I slept badly and then I had a long day at work. So I didn't want to be um, any less coherent than I am already because of that. So I thought the best way forward was for me to have water. <laughs> <laughs> to have just water. And that, cool. You're like on That's that cool. natural delirium from sleep. You're like, I'm yes. already fucked up. Yes. <laughs> nice. Most of the day I've been like, oh my God, I can't remember a single thing. Completely incoherent. <laughs> anyway yeah i like that i'm gonna try to spend my birthday like that microdosing nice what are you drinking tonight michaela well i was went and started because i didn't I, we talked about maybe lying about it but i just can't do it <laughs> i can't do it <laughs> yeah, i was like first of all it's an excuse to start drinking at dinner and second of all i was like i don't want to lie to the listeners so i made a very simple cocktail of it's cucumber melon seltzer with gin Oh, but it's that Rangpur lime gin. Oh, yeah. I don't remember what my autocorrect called it, but it was something Ugh. real funny. I think so I'll name this drink. And then um, a little simple syrup, just so it's like not super. I just wanted a little sweetness. So it's almost like a cucumber melon soda with gin Sounds in it. Tasty. It's good. Sounds fantastic. Oh, and a lemon. And a fresh lemon. Yeah. yeah you had me I a just gin. kept throwing shit in here, apparently. 
I was like, wait, there's a lemon. Yeah, it's all good. There's a lemon and the gin and the thing. You got to add the lime for the ring per lime. Bring out the limey notes. You know, there was, we, I just had a half a lemon (laughs) sitting in front of me because that's the kind of kitchen I've got. We had fish yesterday, so I cut half a lemon and then I just didn't get to the other one. I want to know the whole story. I got half a lemon in my, in my kitchen too. See, it's like everybody's got half a lemon. So I just ended up putting it in the drink. Tonight. Rang pie. There lime. you go. I don't know what it's called. I'll have to name it later. Rang pie know. lime. I like it. I don't like that at all. She hates it. Like, shut up. I hate <laughs> it. Shut up. <laughs> shut up, Jamal. <laughs> what are you drinking? What are you drinking? Uh, I'm also drinking water, but it's hot and it ha- and, and has whiskey in it. What the fuck? I was making a joke and you. Oh, okay, <laughs> God. I just don't want to be. Yeah. I'm, drinking a, I'm drinking a hot toddy. I got mad about it. Yeah. Oh, good. Whew, mm-hmm. I don't want to be drinking alone here. Thank God. You're you the know hot toddy is. to my cold toddy. Because it's still cold here. Yeah. But it is pretty nice out today, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably even colder, huh, Sarah? You're having your balls on. Ha ha. It's, it's not bad. It's like 50-ish. 50-ish is nice. <laughs> That's what it was here, too. Okay. Yeah. That's how it was here. Yeah. It was 50-ish here, too. Maybe 60. It was nice. It's fifty five right now. It was a one. It was a one hoodie kind of day, right. but I had a dress on. I don't know. A dress that's actually pajamas. Don't care. Don't tell anyone. Care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's got pockets. It's a dress. What? What? Oh, Why yeah, does sure. pajamas need that's pockets? True. You can sell it as a pajama, but it's got pockets. So I'm wearing it in public. You need it for that sand, right? The Sandman. You put your sand in your pocket. You throw it in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, pocket sand. Right. <laughs> pocket sand. <laughs> I guess. So you can do this. <laughs> I've never done that. I don't know I'm what they're for, out. but I, yeah, I just got this. Yeah. <laughs> and what are you drinking? <laughs> Electric. Um, I'm drinking hot soup because I'm sick again. What the fuck? Is it got vodka in your soup? For those who are keeping track, this is the third time I've been sick this year. No, it doesn't have vodka. Join our Patreon just so we can figure out what the hell's wrong with my co-host. I was outside and it rained on me. That's true. We were outside. You drank a bunch of tiki drinks yeah. without a yeah. hat on. And, and I was sick. That, that doesn't. I don't doesn't. know what happened. I Presto guess that was enough. Dude, she can't be out in the cold for more than like 10 minutes. She gets sick. I can't let water fall on me if I'm cold or I'll get sick. It's just what keeps happening. <laughs> It's because we smoked that joint near the jerking it stand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that place is great. There's these guys in Oakland. First of all, downtown Oakland is so lit on the weekends. It's so much fun, you guys. And so, obviously, I mean, if you live in Oakland, you know that. But uh, we went down and hung out, and it was like hella boots and stuff. It's almost like a little bit of First Friday has caught on all the time, and I'm so there for it. And there's these dudes just grilling chicken on the streets, and they're like, hey, ladies, free samples. I'm like, I don't eat meat. But thank you. And then electric is like, dude, look at it. it's called, it's called <laughs> jerking it. And I was like, holy shit, Oakland, I fucking love you. <laughs> yeah, I was like a That's jerk, fabulous. Jamaican jerk. Right next Pop-up. to the fucking table full of edibles and a dude selling mushrooms that I almost bought. I was like, you selling mushrooms, bro? And he's like, yeah, they're legal. $25 an ounce or eighth or fucking an eighth, not an ounce. That was crazy. That would be crazy. That would be very cheap. Yeah, an eighth. Yeah. Well, they do grow here. And I was like, <laughs> 
apparently, because we Googled them and they were apparently popping up out of the ground out here. Google so. Lens. If anyone wants to try to, if anyone wants to try the mushrooms growing near my house that Google Lens, after three different tries, keeps saying is psilocybin, go for it because they totally look like psilocybin. I'm not gonna do it. But. I'm not gonna do it either. I was like tripping out. Michaela and I were Google lensing stuff on a trail because we were being fucking nerds looking at leaves. I'm like, what's that plant? It was. It must have looked so weird too because it's like me. She's got the phone and I'm like, what's that? And then we run over to it and she tells me and then I'm like, what's that? It's like, what am I, her boss or something? Like, what are, the, what are you seeing, right? If you see this in public, like, what are you? And this purple-haired freak's like, tell me that plant. What is that mushroom? What the fuck is this? And it's like she's like da 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 da. It's like. I hired you for the day but then we go to the mushrooms i was like tell me these mushrooms that keep popping up on the trail and then you were like it says psilocybin i'm like do it again magic mushrooms and then I, yeah i was like let's do it again that's not right it's not psilocybin mushrooms that's crazy and we do it again and it's like psilocybin and then we're like what so we look at a, a, a real life what <laughs> and then we looked at all the different pictures online and it's like it could be but they look so different like psilocybin mushrooms actually vary a lot in in terms of their appearance they do like i don't fucking know but they do grow wild out here and there's hippies everywhere that literally could have just spilled someone could have vomited (laughs) up a whole bunch of those spores yeah, seriously sure. they make you puke could have puked up all their magic mushrooms and that's how it got in the grass i mean it's like it's fucking california and um i know in olympia there was mushroom day when the first rains would come because all around the campus of the college magic mushrooms popped up and everyone would just eat them and and we we did and they were it's like you would just be tripping all day with everyone in town wild but they were fresh they were fresh, so like usually dry mushrooms, like in Amsterdam and stuff, they don't actually s- sell dried mushrooms because that's when they get more potent. So they only sell fresh mushrooms because they're not as potent. So, needless to say, when you grab a mushroom out of the ground and eat it off the lawn, it's very fresh. And so it was like a nice light <laughs> trip. Like everyone was light. Yeah. Like were, they were oh. microdosing. It was like a microdose, but it was like first rain trip out day, and like it was like everyone in Olympia. At least I don't know. I'm old. Back in the '90s, would like go eat the magic mushrooms together. I'm not a hippie enough to know, so I don't try it. Because you get real fucked up from mushrooms if you're not sure what they are. You could die. I mean, it was like a college tradition. It was like here, like the college kids were like, here they are. It's the first rains of the season. Here's the mushrooms. And I was like watching like dozens of college kids just eating them. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm going to trust the locals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they're like a hand, like a tradition handed down year after year, that yes, yeah. It was like a thing. It was like mushroom day, mushroom day, two dicks, two dicks, two dicks. Two dicks. <laughs> I was like, all right, everybody. You know, everyone's like so excited. So they could. I'm just saying, it's very similar in Northern California. They could like something similar could. Anyways. So the dude was selling mushrooms on the street, and I was like, God damn, I love Oakland. But I didn't buy them because I was also like, I'm not stupid. I was like, I would feel so dumb if I bought fake mushrooms. And he's like, oh, but we got an Instagram. We're for real. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You were like out loud to me, like, should I really buy these mushrooms off the street? And then he was like, we're a legit business. We got an Instagram. <laughs> I'm not going to talk shit about this guy. Yeah. Be straight up with right in front of him. Like, hey, I'm not a dummy. I know I could get ripped off right now. Well, you yeah. Know, I'm not going to pretend. Why would you? 
I don't know. You were like, he said it right in front of him. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, we're legit. Right? I mean, it's like yeah. you could have just whispered it or texted it to me if you were trying to be a secret about it. But I didn't think there was anything <laughs> wrong with it. Like, yeah, right. I'm sure people have said that before to this guy just selling mushrooms on a table, like a folding table on the street. Right? I wasn't trying to insult him, but I was like, come on now. Yeah, yeah you got to be yeah, careful with like, street mushrooms. It yeah. was a folding table, like a card table, like not even like a six footer, like a nice card table with just like a bunch of edibles and some mushrooms. And I was like, he had like a printed sign and then like a laminated Venmo thing. I was like, we're legit. <laughs> He's like, we got an Instagram. I was like, everyone can have an Instagram, bro. It's like the Girl Scouts. They have a gr- they have an Instagram. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except they're backed by, if it was Girl Scout mushrooms, I would have bought them because they're backed by a national brand. But this dude's just some dude. And I was like, I want to trust you. I really do. But I didn't. Gotcha. Uh -uh. Not when we can go to the Church of the Mushroom in Oakland, which is also amazing. There's like a Church of the Mushroom in Oakland. And if you say that you believe in mushrooms or something, you can join, maybe. As part of your like religious practices, yeah. Oakland just decriminalized their decriminalized mushrooms. You could just buy them too. Apparently, you yeah. just, just go to the store and buy them too. So it's cool. Like Shaw's or the market, the market or no, they have like a special place for it. Oh. Yeah. No, like a dispensary. That would be kind of wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like a liquor store. Think of more like a liquor store, although out there, because um, they true. sell liquor in the grocery store here. <laughs> it is the best. <laughs> I haven't been to a liquor yet. I've been to like. Almost zero liquor store since I've been here, even though I live around the corner from one because there's such good sales at the local like Safeway grocery store. Same. It's like you're already shopping for your stuff. It's like you're not going to go to another place. That's what I'm saying. You get cheese. You get salsa. You get your vodka. See, now people are like, oh, you're not just going to get fucking wasted. You're going to eat a sandwich, too. Yeah. Yeah. They don't worry about you so much. You're buying a handle. Yeah. (laughs) And some bread. They're like, you'll be all right. We have the finest recipe that comes close to your favorite dressing. Comes close? Here at Uncanny Valley, we use all the best ingredients to bring you a ranch dressing-like sensation. Here, try. Why does that salad make me feel so uncomfortable? I don't want to dip my pizza in that. It makes me queasy. That dip straight up makes me want to cry. It's bringing out my innate fear of death. Oh, we think you'll love it if you just try it. I just can't get over something unnatural about this salad dressing. Yeah, what it did to my chicken wing is a crime against nature. Look, if you could just get past the slightly imperfect nature of UBR, we know you'll learn to love it just like the real thing. So, what is it, vegan? No. Nope, 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 nope. I don't like it. Try it today. Absolutely not. Uncanny Valley Ranch, it's unsettlingly similar to food you like. (laughs) Welcome back to the Blunt Letters podcast we're gonna talk about some fucked up shit tonight xylazine 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 the zombie drug (laughs) or trank or what i call just when you thought it couldn't get worse than fentanyl and flesh-eating bacteria in the dope now we've got xylazine what the hell is that xylazine was discovered in 1962 and leverskuskin i can't say that leverkusen it was discovered in Germany, and it's an anti-hypertensive agent, which, again, this is why we have a scientist. I'm going to guess to calm you down. It's a, That's blood pressure. So hypertensive is high blood pressure. So that means it's used to lower blood pressure. Oh. Yeah. Oh. 
thank you. See? That's much less imposing. See, I didn't think that. I thought something totally different. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was just like knocking people out. So here's the other part that I think scientist Sarah can help us understand because it says it's an alpha 2 endronergic receptor so it's like I don't really know what all that means you want to take over for a second sure so that's just its mechanism of action basically it's how it causes sedation and also it binds to a particular receptor but that part's not as exciting as what happens downstream so what that means is it slows heart rate it reduces blood pressure as you saw there and it also constricts blood vessels so what does adrenergic mean? Adrenergic is a type of receptor. And an alpha-2 is a very particular type of adrenergic receptor. Actually, we use these types of receptors in tumors, in, um, <laughs> and it's for a different reason. So in the case of a, an immune cell, if you stimulate the um, alpha-2 adrenergic receptor, which is the same thing as agonize. So you're going to make it excited and do something. Stress oh, it. So xylazine is binding okay, to this receptor okay, okay. and then it has this effect. In the case of the body, not the immune system, um, it's going to cause the um, heart rate to slow down, blood pressure to go down, um, and the blood vessels will constrict. In the case of the immune system, it stimulates it, but gotcha. a little bit okay. differently. Okay. A little bit differently. Ah. Yeah. Okay. So this stuff is meant to slow down your heart rate and all of that. Exactly. Xylazine is a sympathetic nervous system antagonist. So the sympathetic nervous system is your fight or flight response. So if it's an, an antagonist, that means it's a it stops or blocks your fight or flight response. So that's it's a tranquilizer. It chills you out. Oh. What? You're like I don't even care if I'm dead or alive. That's right. Your fight or flight is gone. Parasympathetic? Very... No, is... no, sympathetic. Yeah, oh, sympathetic. sympathetic nervous system. Parasympathetic is when a ghost <laughs> does that. When a ghost feels bad for you for having feelings. <laughs> <laughs> that's next episode. Yeah. Whoa, that's crazy. Actually, the parasympathetic nervous system is what happens when you're not in fight or flight. That's when you're like oh. digesting food. Yeah. Okay. So it's like when you're sleeping or eating or pooping. It's like it makes you breathe and, and you're all like, that. I'm good. Bingo. So you would do that if you were like doing like surgery or something, right? Like or like. I think it's a it's a matter of degree. So there are much better drugs that work more specifically that are not as scary as xylazine ends up being. Because this isn't even for people. Exactly. It's actually for animals exactly. and like people shouldn't even be taking this. So my question is, to, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to my next question of like animal versus person. But essentially it says it has a rapid onset within minutes, but can last eight hours or longer. So that has a lot of reason probably why people are trying to use it for drugs. Cause that's a really long time for it to last. And people don't know what's in there. So it's mixed in with your, your fentanyl or your heroin and you're taking it and it feels good it's lasting longer you don't know that your shit's been cut right it says it can last up to 72 yeah. hours yeah. how long that's three days is that that's insane dude like but you but so maybe that's a good thing for you right so now you feel you have the rapid high from your opioid and now you you feel chilled out from the xylazine that's lasting a long time well and it's like the ten dollar heroin you're buying is lasting as long as 30 or 40 dollars worth of heroin would last you 
that's side effects of an overdose. Oh, oh no, the eight hours are longer. So the side effects of an overdose can last to 72 hours. So you're just ODing for three days? How would you not die from that? Wow. That's insane. You're just ODing for three days. Yeah. You probably oh. will. Well, people do die. <laughs> you're slowly dying. You're slowly dying. Um, and there's... Unlike heroin with uh, Narcon, there's no there's no medicine that they can give you to contradict the effects. Exactly. Exactly. And the thing is, it's it's really fucked up, as we'll see in some of the other notes. It's like it's showing up in something like 90 percent or something of the drugs. Yeah, depending on the market. Exactly. Yeah. It's like really fucking crazy. So, again, like I kind of joke around with electric where I'm like. Ah, uh, man, you guys, when you missed that window of time when you could just do drugs. Yeah. You know, like I felt like I was the last generation that you could just do drugs that someone handed you. And I'm not going to lie, I did. Like I was that person that people just walk up to me and be like, take this. And I'd be like, okay. And like just trust them. And nothing, not one time in my past did anything bad happen. Like nothing. I never got dosed with anything I didn't know I was taking. And it's now it's like, there's so many. Th you can't even do like a line of coke in a fucking city bathroom. No. Which I know sounds ridiculous, but like, come on, man. If you're partying and you know it's like, you should be able to do a line of coke and just go yeah. on with your life. Like, it's not that big a deal. It's like having a cigarette or something when you're drunk, you know? It's like you do a line, you keep drinking, it's fun. That could kill you now. It could kill you now. Yeah. It's so crazy. So I'm like, you can't even just have fun drugs anymore. Like, that time's over. Just stick to weed because this shit is in 90. Yeah. In Philadelphia, 90% of lab tested dope samples contain xylazine. Two years ago. Yeah. 2021. But they're saying that like it could be an underestimate because it's non-human drug. So they're not really testing post-mortem to see if you OD'd on xylazine. You know what I mean? Like, they're, So we don't actually even know. It's new. Yeah, exactly. Because it, it's new. It's newish to the market newish right right and that's why i was like whoa and so the other thing that a lot of people who are using it says is that their sores like people who've been using heroin for decades are like now using the, the same dope on the, they're getting on the street but it's filled with the xylosine and they're getting these fucking lesions and abscesses more than they ever had before and so i think that's what's really scary because i don't judge people for using any drug like i get it they're fun it's an escape people have fucked up lives whatever like people have addictive personalities like i get it i've tried a lot of drugs like heroin's super fun like it literally will make you forget everything bad in the world but i've also had the same feeling on valium just so all y'all know this actually breaks my heart no and i don't mean drug use breaks my heart it's this shit so people people messing with this yeah i can't even enjoy drugs like what the fuck right well, also because we have an entire generation of people who were made addicts by the fucking Sacklers, and now they're also dying because... Yeah. Right. Yeah. And now your prescription ran out, and now you're going to go to street drugs, and now you're going to get fucking zombie drugs. And at least I experimented in, you know, the time when I could and was like, oh, yeah, this is weird. You know, I don't, I was it wasn't my thing, but, like, I get, I wanted to understand it and understand why people were so obsessed with these certain things. And I could see that I'm just not that person. Like, I was like, I'm not, I'm not that person for whatever reason. So... So what is it that makes the skin lacerations and ulcers happen? Like, what is, is it because it's from a different species of animal that it's supposed to be used on? And it's just like, that's why? 
So it's really because at the site of injection, there is, the blood vessels are essentially constricting and pinching off. So now you have an injury without blood flow to sort of heal that injury. And so what happens is the tissue dies where you've had that injury because there's no blood flow. But that's that happens. So with heroin, over time, you still have the injury that goes on and on and on. And so, yeah, you do have tissue death or necrosis because you have a... a ongoing injury. But with this, it's much quicker. It's to a degree that that doctors haven't seen before. And even users haven't seen before. Like there are people on the streets are shocked. They're like, what is I yeah, I mean, I looked at the pictures and it's really, it's really upsetting. And of course, the first thing I did was look at all the pictures. I did too. That's why I told, I was like, don't look, don't look electric. I scrolled fast real quick. Like the first time I did it, I just like, like, like pulled it down really fast to see it really quick. And then I was like, eh! and then I was like, and then I went slowly back and I was like, because eh. I probably could have been a doctor. It's fascinating enough to me that I can eventually look at it, but it's pretty gross. It's pretty, 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 pretty gross, man. It'll rot your shit to the bone. People are losing limbs a lot faster. And like, can you tell me, do you know what bradycardia is? Yeah, that's a slow heart rate. Okay. So it's just like you said, it's slowing the heart rate down. And and of course, that would be less oxygen to your skin. That makes sense. It's just slowing everything everything down. down. Yeah. Fucked. Wow. That's really fucking scary. It's fucked up. And again, just like now, at least there's like those fentanyl strips that you can like test your dope in like, you know. You know, see if there's fentanyl in it. There was some in the bathroom of that cool restaurant we went to the other night. I was, or I noticed that too. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's cool. I was like, I love Oakland. Harm reduction. Yeah, harm reduction. For yeah, sure. totally. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But what's scary is like people don't really even know about this, and it's another reason I wanted to do this episode because again, it's like I'm not saying all our listeners do dope, but it's like if anyone out there is has friends of friends or you are listening, it's like. Maybe just switch for a while. Like, maybe this just isn't something you want to do. Seriously, it's like, maybe try to get pills. Maybe try to do something else. But, like... Kratom. Yeah, get do some Kratom, because <laughs> Gerbil loves it. But, like, man, it seems like the shit on the streets right now, especially in Philly, New York, San Francisco, even... They said Connecticut. Yeah, I saw that, too. Connecticut was one of the top three places where this has been affecting, like, dr- like overdoses and, like, ugh, all the nasty things. Like, so people are losing limbs. This is why they call it zombie drug. I was trying to figure out what they meant by zombie drug, and I guess it's because people's skin is so tight and painful that they can't walk properly. Oh, wow. I thought it was just the rotting. Oh, I thought it was the rotting skin. <laughs> That's worse. It is that, too, but but I was, like... I don't think of the rotting in zombies. And so I was like, it's their movement that wow. makes them look like zombies. Wow. But I was thinking that they were dying and coming back, which makes no sense. <laughs> so, you know, this is like where my logical brain just went. Not yet. Else. I mean, that's not impossible. I'm watching The Last of Us, obviously. <laughs> oh, my God. So oh, good. yeah, we watched that. We, too. we had a little we had like a little thing about The Last of Us. I think a few episodes mm-hmm. ago we talked yeah, about yeah. mycology. But holy macaroni, it's a great, great series. And then did you guys just see, definitely link this in the show notes. I did just see they were finding that there's a 1,200% increase in this weird fungus infecting labs or like medical places in the world lately. Put it in our story today for the blunt letters about the the fungus that's expanding. 
holy macaroni you guys it's happening oh uh, because i was like we told you oh so it begins cdc warns of potentially deadly fungus that spread rapidly at health facilities and they said it's been over a thousand percent increase over the last year <laughs> and they're like oh candida oris yes called. it's a candida great of course yeast. of course i'm gonna be killed by yeast infection i always knew <laughs> but like <laughs> if anything was gonna kill me they said that it won't it's not going to be like widespread right now, but it just kills like elderly and people with bad immune systems. I'm like, that's how they all fucking start. That's how it all starts. And then it gets out of hand. That's right. What does it mean that it's spread in the lab, Sarah? Like, I don't know. So what I can say is that in my work, um, you try to keep what you're working with because you use cells, human cells, apart from whole animals separate, and you want to keep them free of contamination. You don't want bacteria. You don't want fungi, you don't want viruses, you just want them to be cells so you can figure out your um, your experiments and tests without any sort of like, like a extraneous stuff messing it up. Right. But the thing that always gets into your fucking cultures is yeast. <gasps> that is the hardest thing to get rid of. Oh, Fungal infections wow. are terrible. Oh, and fuck. a lot of people will put things like um, antibiotics into their media to try to restrict growth oh. of um, of bacteria, but it doesn't do anything really for, for yeast, obviously. So yeah. So all I can think of is that there's some sort of crazy yeast Whoa. that just took it over is. Yeah. In, in labs, but I, I don't know. I don't really know more about that. I just know that when we get a yeast issue in our tissue culture lab, it's a disaster. Everything is infected. We have to shut oh, things no. down and vaporize hydrogen peroxide Holy everywhere. Holy shit, that's so fucking crazy. Fucked. It's going to go- vaporize hydrogen peroxide. I know when I get yeast in my lab, <laughs> it's a disaster. <laughs> Girl, me too. Yes, exactly, right? <laughs> so All the yogurt in the world. <laughs> You Ugh. can't have people who brew beer or bake bread. They can't go and do tissue culture because they mess everything up. That's crazy. Damn. Fuck you, wow. bread baker. I couldn't think. I was going to call it bread maker because I couldn't think of the word <laughs> baker. They do it on the weekend and then they have to like, there's like an understanding that you shower and you don't do that in the lab um, after you've done something. That must have been really hard during pandemic when everyone was making fucking bread. It's true. <laughs> Where you like, no bread for you assholes. Right. Do free fucking lab right. only. Oh my God, I didn't you even think of, of that. You get matzah and that's all you get. <laughs> I've been eating so much matzah lately. It's on the brain. It's good. It's good as fuck. <laughs> Wasn't it like a thing that in this pandemic when you were like, you could have your own like sour bread starter by just leaving a plate out or something? Like it's just in Girl, the air. Girl, what do you think kombucha is? You've been yeah. <laughs> at my house. That shit's just been sitting in a fucking closet. It's not very bubbly, by the way. It's a scoby. Well, it's yeah, it's a. What does SCOBY stand for us? That's a yeast. It's, I thought it was a different kind. Symbiotic, craptastic. Oh, my God. Bam. <laughs> You're drinking. I don't know what SCOBY stands for. <laughs> Something about yeast, though. It's like a <laughs> symbiotic yeast that makes far- farts. I don't know. Sorry. Gerbil. What is SCOBY? I was, I was probably close. It's okay. I, I was with you. I was with <laughs> I you when you said up. symbiotic and then you said some other thing and I was like, what? I just love improv. Yeah. yeah. Symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast is a culinary symbiotic fermentation culture consisting of lactic acid bacteria, acetic acid bacteria, and yeast. Yeah, it is yeast. So that's what's going on uh, in my closet over here and you were gladly drinking that shit. So you could not come to work and culture cells. 
I would say, uh-uh, uh-uh. You can't do yeah, kombucha. Yeah, yeah. You can't do well, kombucha? You can, you can, but you have to make sure that you do it at the end of the day. Do you guys take one of those big hoses that, like, they jail and or like emerge and spray them down? And you're like, God damn you, kombucha lover! Absolutely, no, we don't do that. <laughs> no, no, it's more, it's more of an understanding. Okay, cool. <laughs> like, you can absolutely okay, have kombucha, nice. <laughs> but if you're gonna like work with it or have it in your hands or on your body, do it at the end of the day, and then. I wear it as a hat. Yeah, if you wear it as a hat, we're gonna say, okay, you got to cover that, cover your head. <laughs> don't, don't come into the lab because we don't want to have this. Could I do like a hazmat suit with a kombucha on my head, like a as ratatouille? As long as it's under the suit, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Maybe I could totally. be a scientist. <laughs> Fucking finally. Now at forty-eight, I'm gonna reconsider my future. <laughs> the Scoby's telling you how to culture. Yeah. Okay. So okay, moving on. That's what Scobie is. Anything else we need to talk about with this horrifying drug? I mean, it's really interesting, but like you guys, honestly, right now, just maybe take a break from things that you inject because again, we're not judging, but there is some shit out there right now. And, you know, it came through the Bay Area a lot because the Bay, it's really interesting. The Bay has a lot more black tar heroin, whereas the East Coast has the China white. So the powders are different, right? Like it's a little more pure. You can see what you're getting. But like out here, it is like a thick black gooey tar. And it's like they had flesh eating bacteria in it. They've got fentanyl in it. And now they've got the. it's like, honestly, just kind of stay away. Like maybe just find something else right now, you guys, because it's really fucking scary. And if you want to be scared, straight look at the pictures everyone else don't look at the pictures i would say watch watch for sores that don't heal always watch for sores, especially on what they said the feet and the yeah, it's arms a, well, you right the feet a lot of people had open sores on their feet right and that right, makes right, sense right. because these are extremities that have a different blood supply than your and right. they're farther away right like so you'd think your hands your feet all the things furthest away from your heart would have the hardest That's time right. getting oxygen See? scientist michaela so uh, shoot up near your heart. Ah, that sounds terrible. I don't know. The first things that freeze. No, it's true. It's true. The things that get cold in cold weather have less right, of yeah. a, a access to blood flow. So, yeah. Right. So maybe shoot up closer to your torso. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not someone who uses intravenously, but like, seriously, guys, just be safe. There is no test for this. And it is in 90% of the drugs. It's coming from Puerto Rico. So it means it's coming from the East coast all the way to the West coast. So it's like, if you're getting it out here on the West coast, be careful because you just don't know how many times it's been cut or if it's been cut with this. And God knows it could be cut with fentanyl and the fucking xylazine. Like, how scary is that? That's like real bad. All of the drugs are so dangerous right now. I mean, that's what sucks. Because in their in in their most purest form, none of these things are all inherently that horrible in small quantities. But it's like we use them as medicine. It is the dose that makes the poison. Yeah, we've you, we still use them as medicine. I've had people who have HIV, friends who have HIV, where it's very bad and very uncomfortable, and they are they are given morphine, they're given opium tinctures to help them through the pain. So it's like we still use like doctors are still prescribing opiates, but you aren't getting those. So you have to be careful. It's not that we're vilifying opiates. It's just this stuff right now in the streets is really bad. And if you think you're getting drugs from anywhere besides like New York, Philadelphia, San Francisco, you know, all these places they named, I mean, that's like the big hubs that they branch out from. So 
just be aware but it's not even being tested like you said so you can't test for it there's no test for it right now no i mean like post post-mortem like they don't even really know and then post-mortem yeah. exactly it's mostly from people who are using being like talking to each other and talking to the media saying like i don't know what's going on i've been using for decades and all of a sudden i've lost an arm i have holes in my leg it's like it's really bad it looks awful and it's not for people it's not for people and it's also no one's fault right it's the people selling it that are cutting it to make more money and i also understand needing to make money for reasons but still it's like this isn't a great way to do hurting people is never a good way to do it it's not or at least be full disclosure or i just mean like be like hey there's xylazine in this dope if you know just so you know it'll last a lot longer but it could rot your fucking feet off and you could at least tell people and they have the choice but it's just like the thing is some people might and that's absolutely their choice but you should know you should know because i know that i know the risks of just even heroin and i i say no i'm not down with that i don't want to deal with that for the high it wasn't that great it wasn't that great like i don't want to forget about life i like my life it's cool the only and valium too the valium was the only drug in my entire life where i thought to myself i could die right now and that's fine i was like it's okay i, li-. I was like i lived a good life because i was on an airplane which i'm definitely a scared uh afraid of and someone my sister actually gave me two valium and i um snort them i don't know something they broke they they broke no they broke and then i licked them <laughs> off my hand like a junkie because i didn't know what else to do but yeah <laughs> and that's right i was like Even better. like at the airport like licking valium off my hand but dude i didn't give a shit if i died i was like oh my god i've never felt so okay with dying in my entire life than when i was on valium and so i try to get my brain back there when i'm flying i'm like when you're on valium you would have died i'm like that's true just just go back to that so it's like <laughs> even prescription drugs can bring you to these spaces so i'm not even judging like heroin does this and da 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 but like i get why people do it but mm, at least if you get value from your doctor it probably won't have xylazine in it <laughs> i would also say generally if you have sores that aren't healing you should get it checked out even if you're not an intravenous drug user because it's an indication of other bad things. So That's true. Cellulitis. A lot of people get cellulitis and they don't That's know right. what it is. And it's really easy to get. And then it could be pretty life-threatening. That's right. What's cellulitis? It's um, an infection. Your blood. Oh, not your skin? No, you can see it in your skin. Oh. You see it looks in, like inflamed and red. and Yeah. Ooh. It kind of looks like, um, what do you call that other stuff that you get? with? It's like eczema or something at first, and then it gets real bad. Oh, but... Oh, this is terrifying. Yeah, my mom had it. Damn. Do you find yourself surrounded by too many collectible mesh tank tops from the 70s to the point of having a panic attack? What? No. Have you ever felt like chopping off all your neighbor's hair while they slept and then try selling it back to them later as a form of witchcraft blackmail? No. What is this an ad for? Are your feet slowly disappearing into another dimension full of phosphorus and flesh-eating squid? Is this some new adult swim show or...? Is an underground cabal searching for you because of your sacred bloodline and they want to clone you for the Armageddon? No. Do mashed potatoes make you cry? Do you need to cook 90 pounds of ziti by early tomorrow morning and just can't find the time? No, Jesus fucking Christ. If you're not selling anything, what is this? Is this supposed to be funny? Has your favorite podcast podcast been interrupted by inane questions leading to nowhere wait yes well i have the answer great what is it shut the fuck up shut up we're trying to listen to a fucking podcast here you know fine oh wow thanks 
That'll be $100. Wait, what the fuck? Brought to you by the people who would tell other people to shut the fuck up for a flat rate of just $100. <laughs> flat rate $100 at flatrate100.com. There it is. Ouch! That's what my uterus looks like. Should I zoom? Let's just start the whole episode with us going. Oh, they do have a pedunculated one. I see it. It looked like a little ovary up there. Pedunculated, bitch. I know you pedunculated, <laughs> but I no. am educated and I want to get articulated in you, girl. There's a song I wrote about this. I love that word. First time I've ever heard it. <laughs> we're back with Scientist Sarah and we're talking about fibroids. Fibroids. You might have them. I have them personally, which is why I wanted to talk about them. Because when I talk about them, a lot of people have them. A lot of people have them. What? Many people. What are they? Many, many people. What are they? What's in me? Scientist Sarah told us they were tumors. They are. They are. Yeah. They are tumors made of smooth muscle cells and fibrous connective tissue that develop in the uterus. It is estimated that 70 to 80% of women will develop fibroids in their lifetime. However... Not everyone will develop the symptoms that require treatment. What? They're just floating around like gallstones up in there. It seems like the body has a bunch of things that it could just produce and you never notice. Right. Or they could be horrible. And it's like, thanks. Thanks, God. You stupid asshole. Could you not have made something like a robot that doesn't have to poop and have fibroids? No. You invented cancer. Thanks a lot, universe. Ugh. Anyway, these aren't cancerous, though. Tell me about them. So we're likely to get them. Michaela has them. I don't know if I do or not. I do. But also, it didn't help that I was fat a lot, apparently, because oh, no. obesity will increase. Also, it seems that a lot of African-American women have a higher occurrence of them for whatever reason. Apparently, these are something that they don't actually understand is what I've read. Exactly. Um, They don't really know exactly what causes it, although there are things like obesity and they said like never having children and stuff like that i saw that too yeah so i think there was like age at when you have your first menses too the earlier the increased risk of yeah oh i had mine when i was in fifth grade that's pretty early yeah same i was like 11 what a bullshit fucking thing huh yeah. everybody 11 years old and you're bleeding from your cunt <laughs> what kind of fucking bullshit is that yeah it's not don't fair. even know what don't cramps know. are <laughs> i remember it being like why am i in such pain Bull shit listen i think and i don't know universe god mr jesus buddha buddha man if you're listening i don't think you should get your period till you fuck that's not fair i feel like until you're actually fucking and making people theoretically you shouldn't even get this shit it should be like sperm hits your cervix and you get your period it's like that's bullshit you get it before you're even having sex that's baloney i agree total baloney baloney Bologna. When I feel very strongly about anyway. something, that's my word. Total baloney. It's absolute baloney. Me too. Another thing that I learned in causes for this was a retrograde menstruation that blood can flow up into the <clears throat> fallopian tubes. Up instead of down. And it's normal. They're like, it's normal. <clears throat> I was like, so what? Gross. 
what how, how is that happening like why is it flowing up isn't that against gravity like why i think it i actually don't know why it does that but it just does it's just one of those fun things with the <laughs> body god hates women but, i mean it could oh. be because of contractions with the uterus because oh, when it contracts yeah, um sometimes blood goes down but it could also go up depending on where oh. things are they said it also runs in families and may be inherited in the gene what do they call it when you have fibroids it sounded sort of like endometriosis but i couldn't find the word because i have that and then my gynecologist was like you have fuck i'm such this is how good i am at taking care of myself as far as doctors go she was like endro baby and i was like oh that sounds like endometriosis but not the same word and she was like that's because your shit's all like up in the uterine wall like your shit's like those little things are in the wall of your uterus so like she told me i had a different thing that wasn't even endometriosis so but i couldn't find that today you guys i don't know what it's called (laughs) sorry i don't know either and i forgot what the like the clinical name is for uterine fibroids. It's like look. It was kind of like a difference between endo and endometria. It was like an extra little thing between the endo and the metri or like the endometriosis. Like it was something in there. Like that was like an extra little Greek word. And she's like, that me, I think it was just where they were growing. I see. She's like, you have fibroids up in your shit. And I was like, wow, that's terrible. She's like, ah, they're fine. You could just leave them there. She's like, you could leave them there or you could take hormones. And I was like, that sounds terrible. And she's like, oh, it's just the birth control drug. And I'm like, last time I took the birth control, I was a raving lunatic. It's not, so, it's not intramural fibroid? She used another word that sounded like endometriosis. Because I know what that is, but she used a different word that sounded like that, but was slightly different. And I, I know, I know. Maybe she actually, maybe she just had a really bad way of saying endometriosis. I don't know. It was Connecticut, which now I'm thinking they just are all terrible. But I had the fibroids and she said they're up in there. Yeah, intramural. Okay. Leomyomas. Yes, that's the word I was looking for. I don't think so. It sounded like endometriosis, but slightly different. It's so weird. What's leomyoma? But leomyosis, that is the word for uterine fibroids. Oh, okay. So anyway... That's what they are. They're non-cancerous, but they're tumors and they can really like fuck your shit up. They say that like they could go from being like, ah, you don't notice them. But some people like me really notice them. And that's why I actually went to the doctor eventually. They can they can grow to make your uterus the size of someone who's pregnant with like a six month old baby. Yeah. And like my belly's been hella swollen, even though I eat like mostly vegetarian and like, you know, I'm not very unhealthy. And then I just felt like there was something in there. And I don't know if it's real, but it feels like I can kind of feel it. You might be able to. Especially during my period. And then it's like I bleed so much. I was like, how do I even live through this? So that was another part of it. I was like, what the fuck? Like I've I always had normal periods. And then all of a sudden I was bleeding like a fucking shiny elevator i would wake up and we called it a blood explosion like it was insane dude i don't even know where it's coming from so (laughs) it said uterine fibroids may press against the uterine lining causing more bleeding than usual the uterus may not contract properly which means it can't stop the bleeding fibroids may stimulate the growth of blood vessels which contribute to heavier or irregular periods and spotting between all of that's true but what I'd like to ask you, scientist Sarah, is when you stimulate the growth of blood vessels, what does that mean? Does that mean more blood? It means more blood vessels and access to more ways to get blood, theoretically. So what I'm not sure of is why if you have more tumors that have more blood 
access but necessarily mean more blood coming out. Right. Me too. I'm like, where is this blood coming from? My brain? Because that's possible. I feel hell stupid. <laughs> the tumor tissue stimulates the growth of additional blood vessels. And it could be that that's not specifically regulated by the tumors themselves. So maybe because it's right. especially tumors that aren't stocks, they're sort of just in the tumor lining. So maybe they're yeah. not, the blood supply is throughout and it could be pressing into the uterine cavity as well. And so maybe that is the blood vessels are going all the way through to the uterine cavity. I mean, I'm just thinking, but... I was like, did you think I have a baby in there? I was I was like, does, does my uterus think it has a baby in it because it has this object and now it's making more blood and then it's like, oh no, you're not a baby. And then just being like the floodgates of hell. And it's like, what the fuck? Because again, had my period now for 40 years or- Close to it, not that close. But- A little while. No, 30, no, we're not that old. No, you're, holy shit. I'm so old. 30, 12 years. No, um, no, it's been decades. I'm not a- it's it's fine. I'm 48. I'm actually really proud because we both look amazing. You're not 48 yet. I'm almost 48. I'm proud of it because honestly, if you guys could see me and Science and Sarah, we look so good for our age. Yeah. Don't eat. Amazing don't eat meat. Don't smoke cigarettes. Yeah, it's just, it's so much more. It's like, I've had my periods for what, like 30 years? And it's like, all of a sudden, in the last like few years when I got these, it was like, unbelievable. Where I was like, where is the blood? Like, I really wanted to answer that question. I was like, where is this blood coming from? Because sometimes I feel like it's literally coming from my brain. I feel so stupid when it happens. Like, it is the blood vessels that are being made to supply the fibroid. And if it is, and I think it is because they're pressing against the uterine lining. They cause your blood vessels to grow. Prostilid, can you say this? Prostaglandin hormone. What is that? Those are the hormones that help cause your uterus to contract okay so you're like literally just like spraying out sure. blood yeah your 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 uterus is just like <laughs> it means you're having more more cramps too right because mm -hmm. contractions oh. are cramps <laughs> yeah it does it does mean more cramping yeah unbelievable yeah. cramping Ugh. i turn green kind of cramping i don't even understand it like all of these things are so true and so anyway if there's women out there listening and you having any of these symptoms you're having terrible terrible periods all of a sudden you're having a hard time pooping peeing you have headache lower back pain any of these things it's like go to your doctor and at least oh my god i've never had lower back pain in my entire life until i had these fibroids like it's fucking weird it's and also my periods have gotten completely unpredictable like electric will be like it's too early for your period i'm like girl i've gotten it every two weeks when i was really stressed out when i was moving across country i got it every two weeks I had it every fucking two weeks. And then it used to be kind of like, okay, Michaela had hers and then I had mine, but now it's just all over the place. Because we've known each other for over a decade. So when we first met, we'd be like right on time. And now I'm like, don't, you can't predict. Because yeah. I could get it. I usually get it almost twice a month. That's not fair. Now. It's crazy. It's the worst. I just want to rip out my uterus completely. And I guess that's an <laughs> option, but. <laughs> that seems like extreme and i'm also afraid of um surgery so i guess i'm just gonna like my gynecologist is like can you just deal with this for the next five years it'll be over because also fibroids tend to shrink and stop forming after menopause is over and i was like 
Yeah. And she was like, and like, honestly, I feel like she was like eyeing my tattoos and my branding is like, can you deal with pain for another five years? And I was like, yeah, I can. And she was like, fuck it. Just try to take care of yourself. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. I'll smoke hella weed. But you can get there. Like it gets bad <laughs> enough that they could like do a DNC, she said, where they just like they scrape your fucking uterus what's dnc dilation and curettage it's how they used to do how they used to remove pregnancies back in the or they probably do remove pregnancies essentially it's just scraping out the uterus oh yeah oh yeah yeah it's like doing an abortion this is a scraping motion but if you don't have a baby they scrape all the other weird shit out I had a scrape. I had a scrape one time in my uterus. I forgot why, <laughs> but they had to do it, and I was like, "What the fuck is this feeling?" Yeah, it feels no, crazy. You. I hate to feel my organs, dude. I really hate it. I know. <laughs> I know. This is so alien. To me. I know. Aren't you lucky, sir? Aren't you lucky, sir? <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> I'm feeling very lucky right now. Yeah. I have a, I know someone that had that done, like had her, cause she wanted to have a baby and she had fibroids. She actually had surgery where they removed and hers were so extensive that they removed the uterus. She had a C-section essentially. Whoa. They removed the uterus from her body and cleaned Whoa. it out with the scrape and <laughs> removed everything and then put it back in so she could have a baby. Did she? Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she did. Dude, awesome. that is some science right yeah. there. That is advanced Fucking medical science. science. That's awesome. I like the science song. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. That's cool. Well, I guess they could scrape my uterus, but I was just like, uh, I'm not having a baby. Like, honestly, just throw it in the garbage if you can take it out, you know? And at that point, I was like, nah, I, I can deal so far. But again, that was like those doctors. So I'm going to go back and see what they have to say. They could be like, hey, you have a hard time pooping because of all of your stupid fibroids. And I'll be like, yeah, I knew it. I knew it. Because it said it has a problem with your intestines and shit. And it's like, dude, what the fuck? Why is my pooping all fucked up now? Yeah, Sarah, why does that happen? Is it because it's all in trying to share the same space? It could be that. It could be hormones because probably it, it can do that. It can also, I don't know about you, but when I have around my period, my my cycle for my, my pooping cycle is all messed up. My cycle gets better. Like I get my period oh. and then I can finally shit normal. That does not happen to me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like there's something fucking crazy going on with my fibroids and my hormones because like it's like hit, hit or miss. And then when I bought to get my period, it's all great. It's like, oh, I poop like a champ. I poop way more. I just like I think more of those uh, hormones are in there making me my muscles contract that tends to be the way it's like the only good part of my period (laughs) i would say that if all of these things are different like if all of a sudden you have a lot more bleeding or if all of a sudden your pooping behavior is different you should get it checked out and get it checked out and then like me they could just be like fucking suck it up bitch and i'm like okay cool (laughs) they're like you can have hormones you can they're like you could uh, take the pill you could fucking get a fucking crazy ass surgery or you could just suck it up and i was like i will suck it up because mine aren't that bad mine are like it's okay you can live with it you just gotta wear a diaper to bed sometimes or like put down a pad like i put down one of those pp pads when i go to bed when i'm smart I do, because it's like, I I even have a liner for my mattress, but I'm just like, I don't want to deal with even cleaning my sheets. So when it's really the first three days, I just put down like a urine yeah. pad or whatever. Did they do an ultrasound? Yeah. They're like, it's not that bad. 
They're like, it's okay. They're like, you've got fibroids. It's it's fucked up, but you're all right. They were like, you don't need surgery. It's okay. And then they were like, could you just deal with the extra bleeding and the pain and blah, blah, blah? Or do you want us to do something about it with hormones? And I was like, fuck your hormones. I will turn into a crazy, mean bitch. And uh, I don't want to take the chance. I've done so <laughs> many versions of hormones that I'm like, no. That's the truth. It, it's terrible. So I would rather just deal with it and be sad and sit in my room and be like, and bleed in my panties for a few days than like being lunatic. <laughs> I hear that. One of the only fights Michaela and I ever got into is because I was taking birth control pills and I was just fucking out of my mind. And to give you guys an idea of how little we fight, I don't remember. I don't remember what that fight was. Um, I wouldn't leave you alone. And you were finally like, if you don't leave me alone, I'm going to fucking punch you in the face. And then I walked oh, yeah. away. That sounds right. Yeah. Because I don't even know. Sometimes I'm just like, pay attention to me. Pay attention to me. My problem. And a lot of times Aries are like, kid, leave me the fuck alone. It's like our main thing is like, <laughs> could you leave me alone for a while? And then I'll be super social. But like, I just want to sit here by myself for a long time. Like, it's a lot. Of, it's, it's, we're, you know. And the rams. Gemini thing is like, I want to talk to who I want to talk to, to the extent that normal people wouldn't listen. And that's not normal. <laughs> That's not okay. I'm usually okay with that, but some days I want to punch you in the face, I guess. So I was like, get the fuck away I'm from I'm sure me. it was like some fucking bullshit that I was mad about because I got mad about so much stuff when I was taking those hormones. That's right. I kind of, were we living together? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember now. And I was like, get out of my room. Yeah. Yeah, you were in my space. And I was like, listen, get the fuck out of my room with this crazy <laughs> shit. I'm going to punch you. Yeah. And then I just listened and then it all blew over because it's fucking hormones. <laughs> no, no, it's real. It's I was like, this real. bitch is tripping. Get out of my room. The only thing I have over her is my giant muscles. Yeah. Honestly, Sarah, do you know anything about how like hormones work for like birth control because all i know is it makes me feel like i'm on the worst period of my life and nauseous yeah, all of us felt that way i lost all my friends when i went on it i just wanted to like be fucked up to everyone and be like they deserve it <laughs> they were like what the fuck's wrong with you and finally i was like oh i think it's the birth control pill yeah. and went off of it's it crazy. and got all my friends back yeah i don't i mean emotionally they hormones have an effect on people's behavior in their brains but there are different types of pills so there might be some that work for you that don't have the same sort of emotional baggage if you will it's true but... i did finally find a pill that didn't make me crazy and i got pregnant on it because it was such a low dose and that's how i got pregnant <laughs> <laughs> i was like this pill's all right i'm not barfing every other morning and then all of a sudden i was like oh i'm barfing and i was like i got pregnant i was like no wonder i'm not yeah, a bitch because it doesn't work that pill did not work for me <laughs> so they like lowered my hormones so low that it just stopped working and that was the only pill that I didn't feel like a lunatic on. But it still made me almost throw up every morning. Like, that's the weird thing about the birth control pill is that it made me nauseous almost every morning I took it. Me too. Well, it tricks your body into thinking it's pregnant so that another egg doesn't um, implant. And you know what happened when I was pregnant? I threw up all the, the time for fucking months. It's like... No wonder. It was the worst. I hate fucking birth control. Dude, it's the worst. I, I love my IUD. So yeah. I yeah. Thank God. You have the yes, copper one God. too? I know. I have the Marina, so mine has the hormones. Oh. But I like it because <gasps> I don't get my period at all. I love it. Oh, my it, God. It. What? You're lucky. As a scientist, how, is that safe to do? Like It is. There's not much in it. 
oh. with respect to the amount of hormones. And because the hormones are delivered to the organ that it's meant to um, treat, is there's less hormones systemically. So there's less of a effect on my mind. What? Everybody go get this right now. All you ladies go get it. Or the cop. I like the copper one. And they have different ones. You're going to blow in my fucking mind right now. Yeah, but now. you're still crazy though. You're still crazy during your period. Look at, she got the one that made you less crazy during oh, your period. Oh, so you times. never have period symptoms? I don't have periods at all. What, what the, the fuck? fuck? Dude, electric, go get that one. Holy I shit. I do need to switch it out in the next year or so. Uh, uh, so uh, they uh, have uh, different uh, versions. They have ones with different levels of hormones too, but they all deliver to <gasps> the uterus directly. Not your brain. <laughs> <laughs> real questions exactly well the oral ones go everywhere right yeah that's the whole problem and this one goes to the i mean it will get everywhere but it goes mostly to the uterus wow so it doesn't matter that you're not like uh having a like a period where your tissue like goes flows out of you like it doesn't matter at all no that, that so initially they thought that it was so important it doesn't tell you to make the blood right it's just like don't make the blood yeah what don't happens yeah, what there's happens? no reason to but they used to oh. think that it was important to like flush out the it was a cleaning process for the uterus and then i think a lot of female doctors were like let's let's research this yeah load of baloney let's see if that's true you fucking assholes uh -huh. and i was like no yeah and it was a load of baloney Bal Bunch of fucking baloney. <laughs> Dude, we got yep. balloons. Damn. Amazing. I don't even have one. I'm impressed. I mean, my tubes are tied. I don't even have to worry about being pregnant, but now I'm just going to get one just to have that shit. Fuck. Just not to have my period. My Lord. I, I love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn. Maybe I'll Damn, switch Daniel. to that one when I switch out of this one because the, the like copper ones like run out of time. They're they're on a limit of ten years, so it's been almost ten years that I've had it. And you don't want to have babies forever, so correct. Yeah, this one is seven years, but it's still long ass time. No periods, no periods. But what yeah, so I mean, I I can tell that I'm getting my period, but it's really no period. <laughs> it's like whoa. So you do have a vibe. There is a, a vibe. Like well. I, I have evidence that it's the time, but there's nothing happening. Like breakouts? Like so your hormones are going or something? No. Um, if I'm if I wipe, I can see evidence and that's it. Oh noted noted. Thank you for getting personal. Honestly, people have periods. People wipe themselves and see blood when they have their periods. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I realized happens. I was like really asking, but I really wanted to know. I know you too. And I think other people might want to know too. Yeah. But I'm happy to share my positive IUD experience. I was thinking like, yeah, on your skin or like, I notice a lot of changes in my whole body before I get my period. That's not just like, you know, vagina related. I still notice my, um, I, I still get migraines sometimes, but less so. And I still get some of my intestinal issues, but not so bad. Wow. That sounds really awesome. I see there's so many options for this and it's like, I don't know. You really have to ask. They don't really come at you with it. You have to come at them. That's true. And I don't, I think maybe that's a mistake. I'm trying to encourage my daughter to get an IUD as well. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Something she doesn't have to think about. Yeah. Especially for college. Totally. Yeah. Then she can just have fun. Yeah. Yeah. 
I have a question that's kind of side related from what we were talking about. Scientist Sarah, do you know what happens if you take your uterus out? Like, where does it go? Is that donated to science or does it get thrown in the trash? It depends how it's removed. So often the uterus is removed laparoscopically. So that's when they like puff up the belly and they go in with little, I guess they look like knitting needles and they have a tube in the middle and they have little snippy things and they just remove the uterus in small bits um, and like suck it out. Oh, so it's cut apart. Right. And so mm. in that case, um, it is not usually kept as a whole organ. It's just a slurry. Pretty much, yeah. It's a slurry in a vacuum somewhere. Interesting. <laughs> so that's trash. Yeah, and but I have seen sometimes that they can take, I had my gallbladder removed that way, but they didn't chop it up that much. So I don't know how that works. Did but... they do with a laser beam? No. Oh, I knew someone who had the laser beam go through their stomach and just break up their gallbladder and they passed it later. Whoa. Yeah. Molly, that girl we worked with. Oh, my God. That's interesting that they can just, like, chop it up and suck it out of you. Yeah, just, like, get rid of it. They they try to do it so there's less stress on the person being operated on. That's cool. That makes sense. That makes sense. Instead of, like, tearing them open and yanking some giant thing out, they're just like, jump, 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 jump. Like piranhas eating your innards slowly. Micro machines. Ooh, nanotech. They should just make nanotech just be like, chomp, 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 chomp. Like Pac-Man. Eat my uterus, motherfucker. Piece by piece by piece. You know, right here in the Bay Area is where they develop all those, like, surgical tools and science type things. put them in me. Get rid of these tumors because I don't like them. Are you looking for a high-quality flap? Maybe a few flaps. Well, come on down to Flap Flaps and Flaps. We got a flap perfect for you. Need two? We got flaps. Flap Flaps and Flaps has it all. We got big flaps, little flaps, double flaps, triple flaps, exotic flaps made from coconut, leather, tubing, coral reef, monkey teeth, and more. I'll I'll show show you my my flaps. Thanks for listening to the Blunt Letters podcast. And thanks, scientist Sarah, for coming back and answering all of our questions and explaining everything so well so we can all understand it. Thank you for having me. It was lovely. Always. A lot of fun. Yes, we'll have you back sometime soon this year. It's been a big transition, so getting our guests in when we can. And now you're on the East Coast, we're on the West Coast. So a little finagling, but so is gerbil. So it's not that hard. That's right. Yeah, you know what it is. We are bi-coastal. Nobody in the middle. (laughs) Nobody in the middle loud. Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to think if I have anyone from the middle and not yet. Well, we had Damon. We have Damon. He was from St. Louis. Oh, there you go. Everybody. We got Damon. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Damon, for being in the middle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, we're coast to coast. But yeah, thanks for coming on, dude. It was so good to see you again. It was so nice to talk to you. I miss you all the time. Listen to us on Apple Podcasters now. Because we're so fancy. We're on Apple Podcast and Spotify and Stitcher and Google Cast and iHeartRadio. And everywhere you listen to podcasts. We're everywhere. Plus, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at The Blunt Letters and YouTube. Plus, check out our website at thebluntletters.com. We have a blog. Blogging it up over there. Just like it was the, like it's the fucking 90s. Fucking blog. We love it. And check the show notes if you want any information about anything we talked tonight. And we hope to see you next week on Bleed With Me Horror Podcast, where we will actually have Gerbil as our co-host talking to us about Grady Hendrix. So yeah. hit us up next week as well. Boom, 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 boom. 
Bye bye. doesn't take over that would fucking suck. Oh,